Let's go. I'm a bulldog. So All right, everybody. National Signing Day. Definitely a National Signing Day. Uh, like no other. Uh, for myself, especially. Uh, Georgia on National Signing Day in February of 2021. They get... Um, they get a commitment. It's a five-star commitment, but they do not get a commitment from the class of 2021. Of course, we're talking about the news of the day. That's Bear Alexander. That's Terry and Arnold in the class of 2021. Um, lots of stuff to get through, guys. We got a couple of interviews with 2022s to get through. We got a special guest mystery interview that still might show up tonight that we were hoping to see on Before the Hedges tonight as well, but you know, first of all, uh, I got to say welcome, everybody. We made it to through the end of the through the end of the 2021 signing period. Um, through the end of the 2021 signing period, we've got a lot of things to talk about. We've got uh, a commitment in the 2022 class in Big Bear Alexander. We have uh, Terry and Arnold discussion going back and forth in there, uh, Georgia currently in the class of 2021 still has the number three class on the 24 seven sports composite, even though they didn't add anybody today on national signing day, there's, there's other schools that could add Georgia might drop down to four when it's all said and done. Kirby smart had a lot to say, which you've already read on the pages of dog nation um, earlier this evening. And uh, we've got a uh, lot to get through right now. First and foremost, I want to say hello. If you guys are having fun tonight, uh, I want to sit back and let's take ourselves a lap through all Georgia football recruiting over the next 30 or 40 minutes or so. Uh, if you guys want to got a question, drop it in the feed below. Hello, Facebook. How are you doing tonight? Hello, YouTube. How are you doing tonight? Um, as always, this Dog Nation Weekly Before the Hedges special is brought to you by Kroger. Kroger is our flagship sponsor for Before the Hedges for five years strong. Here comes the dog. The dog's wanting to share some licks right now while uh, Mr. Jeff is on live TV. Uh, so we've got a <laughs> we've got a lot to get into tonight. I'm trying as my best, guys. I've got folks coming in the house. I've got dogs licking me. This is that kind of National Signing Day uh, for everybody involved here. We got a question on YouTube. You got a question on Facebook. Feel free to drop it in the comment section below. Um, Feel free to drop it in the comment section below and uh, we will we will get after it. I think the first thing to discuss right now is uh, Terry and Arnold. What do you guys think about that? Uh, first of all, I got to say thank you. Shout out to uh, Terry on. We had a great conversation this morning. We had set up a chance that I wanted to talk to him uh, on the, the morning of his signing day decision. And um, we did. I thought it was a, a rare, uh, very candid, very insightful interview. I think the fact that um, – Listen, guys, he's just a terrific defensive back. I think Alabama, even mighty Alabama, got a little bit better, uh, maybe even that much better in their secondary for the future um, by adding a piece like Terry and Arnold. Uh, it was really Georgia and Alabama. I thought it was key how he said basketball. To me, basketball made up 40% of his eventual decision. Uh, he, he, he credited Nate Oates, the Alabama basketball coach, for his role in his recruiting he had an interesting, uh, very well-dressed young man. Had some Gucci bags out there today, some Gucci gear out there today. Um, ceremony on ESPN. 
Um, certainly a big talent, but I, it's very rare for Georgia to go head to head and maybe uh, the Alabama basketball program to be the difference in what's, what was going on there. Um, gave a glowing review of coach Jamil Adai as well, the new defensive backs coach. Did you hear that? Did you read that on dog nation about how he had a, how he had a voice, very, very deep voice, kind of like a Darth Vader voice and everything else. Um, certainly, uh, certainly very interesting news for today. Let me see if anybody, um, has a question or comment, of course, um, before the hedges is brought to you by, um, Kroger, like I said, but also it becomes a podcast after this is all over. It becomes a podcast on the, on the, on the Spotify, the SoundCloud and the Apple podcast platforms. You can get before the hedges, wherever your, uh, wherever you, wherever you find your, uh, favorite uh, podcasts. Um, Hope everybody's doing good tonight. Um, checking in, uh, Clarence Dawson has a <clears throat> excuse me. Clarence Dawson has a very clear opinion about uh, the geographical residence he will he wants. Um, he wants uh, the Alabama program uh, to get into. Fred Pittman has a question that uh, says, "Did Terrian realize he might get on the field quicker in Athens?" Really, Terrian thought that he would get developed best at Alabama. Uh, <laughs> Cisco Hurtado, man, how did I come across negative today, man? What was negative about me today, man? Please. Feedback is always welcome. Welcome. Consider this your um, virtual suggestion box for anything. Um, uh, Andy Ray, Terry and Arnold, uh, big miss. He will be playing on Sundays. Yep, that's correct. Um, Randy Hall brings up a good point. This is a very interesting, unique cycle because – Man, if visits happen, you could you could have seen a Georgia secondary class that included guys like Tony Grimes, uh, as uh, Randy Hall points out, James Williams, uh, Terry and Arnold, uh, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely a guy. These guys are all to me look like future All Conference players. Uh, <laughs> Matt Tally's got me saying. Uh, <laughs> Lots of people are getting in on the things right there. So anyway, um, Joseph Kennedy has another uh, another clear uh, comment on that aspect. Alaric Linkvist, uh, man, you need to subscribe to Before the Hedges. We certainly uh, appreciate you having as a, as a subscriber for Before the Hedges. Let me see what's going on in YouTube right now as we get going. Um, Yeah, that would be looking at YouTube TV, not YouTube. Uh, let's see. How you doing tonight, YouTube? Um, Donta Green, man, Donta Green, that is unfair, sir. Uh, most players I put as a number one priority go somewhere else 90% of the time. Donta, I think you've been talking to my man, Brandon Adams. I think it's just revisionist kind of sting type history. Uh, you know, the way this is supposed to go when you recruit at a level like the University of Georgia is and does is you don't always get all of the top rated targets. Uh, you know, Amarius Mims was a guy uh, that comes across as well. Uh, Keely Ringo was a guy that was number one on the top targets list that went through it. Trayvon, I think Trayvon Walker was a guy uh, that came through just kind of going through. Broderick Jones was a guy that was rated number one at one point. So there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guys that you know. I, I guess if we had to go through it, the accounting of that, the audit of that 
Um, it just kind of feels that way because it stings a lot. Um, Jordan Harris uh, brings up a point that uh, Cash Jones's film is legit. Um, but Dante Green, man, I appreciate your uh, suggestion. We'll have to we'll have to mark that. What happens with uh, <laughs> when I mark that? Uh, Elite GB says, I got respect for Bama, but dang, they aggravate me. Too good, LOL. Uh, Jeremy Barbary, that's right. We were working on a special guest. You know, we might have one just pop out coming up through through the woods at some point of, uh, of our show. Jordan Harris says, that's when I knew it was over when he started talking about our DB coach's voice. Uh, Michael Porter, how are you? Courtney Fisher, how are you? Um P. Rich uh, says, Jeff, appreciate you letting us down easy, man, with Arnold. But next time, just tell us straight up. Uh, how would I was would, would I have supposed to tell you straight up? Um, let's see. Toyan Glover. Jordan Harris brings up Malachi Starks. Croaking123 says, hate losing Arnold, especially to Bama, but Georgia will be fine. Just got to use the two available spots left and snag two good cornerbacks in the portal. Uh, yeah, uh, DM Mark 42, we did start a little late because we were trying to make sure that we had, we had some time to welcome in our special guest. Uh, but, uh, we got the train rolling down the tracks, um, regardless. Um, yeah, Jerry dogs fan. That's what I, you know, Joe says, Jeff, we had a lot of good news early this year. We still recruited great. Um, (laughs) Dante green. I like it. Jeff, just keep them at number two when we have a chance then that's funny. Uh, Groon D, I don't believe I ever put uh, Corey Foreman at number one on our top targets list. I I knew a lot of things that were going to be hardships in terms of that. Um, in terms of that, uh, let's see. Uh, Noah Sheldon says Chester Kimbrough from the transfer portal from Florida, move him to safety. Um, just body language in that second and 26 remark. Jeff, it was clear you knew from the second you came on this afternoon where Arnold was going. Uh, body language, guys, body language. It's, it's, like, it's, it's funny. It's funny how everybody decides, like, if, if Jeff is, is at the building, you, you know, while we're counting up everything, guys, and let's just be very fun and hysterical here today. While we're counting up everything, I wonder what, I wonder what the ratio is of where Jeff shows up at, on a commitment day or on a signing day ceremony. I wonder what that ratio is in terms of uh, how many times I show up live at a recruits decision. And it turns out being uh, to go in the university of Georgia's favor. Uh, If you guys are, if you guys are tracking the Jeff tracker about where he's going, first of all, I think that's pretty hilarious, but um, let's get some numbers on that. Maybe I'll remind BA about that because he gets, he he starts pointing out these things. Like I should keep, I should keep guys at number two um, and so on and so forth. But, um, guys, we got a lot of things to talk about. We're going to have a, a, a review of the uh, 2021 class now that it's in its entirety. Uh, the 16 guys on campus, the, the late movement, some guys' rankings are still going up and down. We're going to have a look today at the uh, top targets list. And, oh, 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 oh you guys are going to get worried seeing the guy who's still number one there another week. Um, but we actually pulled two names off the top targets list this, this week. You guys didn't notice Gunnar Stockton. Uh, who had moved up a couple of spots in the in the last uh, top targets edition? Uh, Gunnar Stockton is off the list this week. So is uh, Keithian Big Bear Alexander. He was a, uh, a a top ten guy on the top targets list from the moment 
we dropped our first one on the first week of January. Um, those guys are no longer on the top targets, top 13. So now we have to bring in two new names on that as well. But since we last spoke on Wednesday, last Wednesdays before the hedges, um, Georgia has picked up two commitments in the 2022 class. Um, I had the chance to speak with one of those over the weekend at the uh, Hustle Inc. 707 opening day workouts at Greater Atlanta Christian School uh, in Norcross. Uh, they will actually be back at it again uh, this weekend as well for their second practice session uh, of the 707 gear up, grind up season. That's the uh, well-renowned and well-respected Hustle Inc. Uh, organization uh, shepherded by uh, one Tony Ballard, but I uh, got a chance to sit, to sit, to catch up with Gunner. Uh, I think I was at least a two putt away from him when we had our interview. Uh, that's why you might hear some wind a little bit there, but uh, if you guys hadn't seen it yet, that's uh, something that we put up over last weekend, a good chance to chat with Gunner. Uh, Gunner Stockton, the 2022 uh, quarterback for Georgia in the uh, 22, 2022 class. Let's take a listen. I want you to hear on Before the Hedges tonight from Gunnar Stockton uh, two days after he committed to Georgia. Check it out on Before the Hedges. I think the first question, man, is you're a guy that you, you're like the 1990 recruit. You know, you, you, you don't get into this. You don't get into – I think you, the only time you tweet is to tweet out an offer or a commitment. It's just bad. Um, decommitment, I mean, and everything, that's kind of in my personality. But uh, just opening back up and trying to find somewhere. But uh, just finding out, like, Georgia, I mean, I'm in, I'm all pleased with my uh, decision, and uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Was it maybe Georgia didn't change while everything else around you changed? Like, you know, it was still smart, it was still monkin', it was still a good vibe for you? So it was because after uh, Coach Muschamp got fired, um, Coach Smart reached out, and uh, it was just the same Coach Smart, and uh, just he told me that he's who he wants, and uh, it was pretty awesome. He was like that. When did you know? Um, after when he reached out, I kind of, I mean, he's been good to me through this whole, this whole process, and uh, I was just like, hey, God, I feel like I'm doing him wrong if I don't, just to trust in him. What did he say? When he reached out to you, how did he do it? You said it made an impact. Like, what did he do? I'm um, just talking to him, and uh, he just just telling me, "Hey, we." Uh, I mean, when I committed, he's just like, "Hey, we're you still?" Uh, <laughs> you decommitted. <laughs> when I decommitted, he told me that uh, that he's going to still recruit me, and uh, that I'm, I'm still who he wants, and uh, just he kept that same energy throughout. When you told him, what was his reaction? <laughs> he was pretty excited. You remember what he said? Did he, did he, what, did, what does Kirby do when he gets a quarterback like you, man? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty excited. Who was more excited, Coach Faulkner, Coach Munkin, or Coach Smart? I don't know. It's pretty tough. <laughs> uh, Gunner, I think you quickly shifted gears, and uh, I talked to the nylon, and he said, maybe, he said, you've been leaking at him that, hey, man, I might be going to Georgia. <laughs> How important is it to you now to switch gears and be like, now I got to find guys to play with? Oh, yeah. Just people like the nylon and, uh, just everybody I've been playing with. I mean, I'm no, I know all of them pretty good and, uh, just getting to know them and, uh, get to play a couple more years together. So, you know, you like to go, you like six for six on every drive or whatever, but like, who do you want in this class? Like, who have you made it known that, you know, I got to play with you. I want you to come play with me. It'd be great. Who are the guys that you've already talked to that you really want to be Bulldogs with you? Um, just people like out here, like Oscar, 
um, Kojo, Denalon, uh, Glenwood, and uh, some more guys, just everybody out here. And uh, they they already know it. Do they? Yes, sir. Um, you're done, right? I mean, like, I, I know this is the easiest question to ask, but you wanted to be done with recruiting a long time ago. But, man, what was it like having to go through it again? And I guess Georgia is the final choice here for you, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I'm done. Why but, is that? Uh, I just um, – Georgia's where I'm going and uh, where I'll graduate. Where you'll graduate, huh? <laughs> uh, everybody wonders about why follow Brock. I mean, that's a legitimate question for you. I, I, as long as I've known you, it's like you don't care who's there. I mean, yeah. how do you look at that? Um, I mean, anywhere you go, you're going to have to compete. But uh, now with the portal and everything, I mean, you don't know who's going to be there. So uh, just getting there and competing, having fun. Scale of one to ten, that's stressful. Was it just talking to Mike, telling him about that? I know that was a very, very strong relationship there. Yeah, it was. It kind of burdened me a good bit just because our relationship. And uh, I mean, I kind of, I got, I put it off for probably a long time, but uh, it, was, it was pretty hard. So, how quickly after the decommitment did you know that you were going to wind up in Georgia? Um, just talking with Coach Smart and everything uh, just made me feel good about Georgia and what they're doing. And uh, I knew pretty soon. What was the biggest reason why Georgia? Um, just staying out. I mean, you always had a chance to play the national championship, and that's a dream of mine. And uh, just they always have a chance and a good team and just having fun. Did you have to do this without, you know, you didn't have visits or whatever? Did you lean on, like, visits, or was it just totally relationships here with this decision? Um, I mean, visits, I mean, everybody's going to have the nice facilities, locker room and stuff as far as that goes. But uh, just relationships and uh, just, just getting to know everybody. A big part. What do you think about Oscar Dell? How, how big of a help would he be to you in an offensive huddle? Oh, he's a dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a dude. But uh, he's, he's awesome. Can you describe what it's been like the last two days since you committed to Georgia? Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, everybody everybody in Raven, my hometown, I mean, everybody's a Georgia fan. And uh, it's just pretty cool how, uh, how excited they are and uh, as far as that goes. But it's pretty awesome. How happy did you make your grandma okay? Uh, she, was, <laughs> she was pretty uh, cool about it. She texted me. She said, "You know what? What my blood runs red and black." <laughs> but it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Were you silently committed for uh, before you committed to Georgia and it got out? How long was it? Did you let the coaches know that you were going to come? Um, Can you I, just estimate maybe what that would would have been? Probably like two or three days. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Did you just tell when you told Kirby that? You told him first, right? Oh, yes, how, how did you say it? Did you just – I know you're humble. Did you say, hey, man, I want to come play football for you, or what did you say? Yes, sir. I was just like, hey, I want to come. I want to be a Bulldog. Gunner Stockton. What's it like to be a Bulldog? It was pretty awesome. Staying in hometown. It's pretty awesome. Gunner Stockton. Hey, man, thanks for spending some time with us today. I always appreciate you. Thank you. All right, guys, that was Gunner Stockton. Uh, 2022 Georgia – Quarterback, flagship quarterback. Obviously, when you guys see the top targets list, Gunner will no longer be on there and all the other quarterbacks that Georgia was kind of taking a look at on the back burner until Gunner made up his decision. To be clear here, Gunner was the choice for the University of Georgia, and Georgia was not going to make a move on any other quarterbacks in that class until uh, Gunner Stockton had made up his decision. Now, some of you guys that catch all of our content, you might have seen that Gunner Stockton video on YouTube or also on dognation.com over the weekend. Here's a video I know you haven't seen. This is a young man uh, that's going to show up on the top targets this week. This is the very talented Lambert High wide receiver, Kojo Antwi. 
Kojo is uh, he, he, it's a it's a it's a his name comes from a Ghana, a Ghana dialect. Kojo Antwi's family is from Ghana, so that's Ghanese, I think. Um, that means born on a Monday. Uh, Kojo Antwi, man, this kid's got some stinking good film. I also caught up with Kojo Antwi at the Hustle Seven on Seven practice. Check it out. Here's a very talented wide receiver. Georgia needs some more of those stallions and playmakers in the 2022 receiving core. Check out Kojo and Tweet here on Before the Hedges. You know, Kojo, you gave me a great comment about Gunner this week about that decision. What does it do? Like, I want to know this. When you found out, when did you know? I think some guys got an early leak on it, but when did you know what was the first thing that went through your mind? Um, Gunner actually texted me an hour before he committed. Um, I mean, I think it plays a big factor. In, um, you know, Georgia, you know, getting him is – huge because you know he's in my class and I know I talk with him about every week or so so you know have you played with him before or is it just reputation it's just reputation I haven't played with him before what did he say did he say hey man come be a part of it or what what kind of recruiter is he he told me to come be a part of it he's like hey I'm committing to Georgia I want you to be a part of this you know we can make something big over here and like I think I saw that edit maybe a week ago where like it was the big three with you yeah, and Oscar yeah. is that something you think about now going to play with a couple of guys like that oh yeah me and Oscar are good friends you know we hang out almost every weekend yeah I talk with Gunner almost every week so you know I, I, that potential of you know playing with you know those other two you know, something I'm really considering so could you I talked to you maybe 10 days ago how is Gunner change maybe timelines, maybe what you're going to need, what you're going to see? How does that kind of disrupt the flow you kind of had on your recruiting? Um, I mean, I, I really thought uh, Gunner was going to go to Auburn. But, you know, him going to Georgia, you know, is it, big. It's really big because, you know, you know Georgia is one of those schools that I'm really considering. And for them to get Gunner is – Crazy, so. Do people understand how important getting a five-star quarterback is? I'm not sure people do. I'm not sure people understand how, how big it is because, you know, in my opinion, Gunner is the best quarterback in the country. So, and like you know, Brock's already there, but then Gunner's there. Does that assure you that you're going to get balls from a oh, yeah. high-caliber quarterback? From two great quarterbacks, yeah, I'm for sure. Going to get the ball from two great quarterbacks. It'd be a funny Oscar Delp story. He says you guys hang out all the time. What's a funny Oscar story? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of one, but uh, they're not coming. It's not coming into my head. But you know, we go way back since middle school. So yeah, I think Kojo, you gave me a little bit of a hint of a story. I want to see if I can dig a little bit deeper. So he gets on the phone, and what, how does he let you know I'm coming? Or does he say I'm going to be a dog, or how does he let you know an hour beforehand? What's that conversation like? Oh, he, he just texted me out of nowhere. It was yeah, he just texted me out of nowhere. I didn't even know he had my number, so he was like, "Hey man, it's Gunner Stockton. You know, I'm coming into Georgia. You know, come be a part of it. We can do something special over here." So yeah, that's what that's all he said. And I was like, "Congratulations! You know, I hope you know, we can be future teammates someday." Because I think you said it was your eight, and then it was Georgia and Ohio State. Now. Georgia just picked up another asset. I mean, I'm sure you might have been considering Auburn because you thought Gunner was going yeah. to Auburn. Yeah, I was. I was considering Auburn because of Gunner, honestly. But um, um, I think those, I think the four schools that are really recruiting me the hardest are Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Aiden. So those are the schools that I'm really looking into. And, yeah. So two of those guys have got their quarterback locked down, right? Ohio State's got one and Georgia's got one. Does this change 
you said you want to do it before your senior year. You wanted to get your visits. Is that still on path for you yeah, right there? Yeah, still on path. I mean, hopefully this dead period doesn't extend so I can get out there. But if it does, then I'm going to have to push my commitment day back. But, you know, right now it's set stone, you know, July. Um, yeah, you know, get out to those schools in the, in the summer. That means something when he called you before he committed and said, hey, I'm letting you know first because I want to play with you. Did that mean something to you? Oh, yeah, it does because, I mean, it actually does mean a lot because, you know, he is – He's a great quarterback, and you know, for him to hit me up and tell him, tell me that um that he's committed. Kujo Antwi, man, born on a Monday. Monday. Um, man, always a great interview, Kojo. Thank you for your time, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right, guys. There was Kojo Antwi, and you guys have never seen that before. That was a uh, Dog Nation before the Hedges exclusive. They are talking to Kojo Antwi. Um, Two, I think you've got Gunner Stockton in the class, a, a most desirable piece for Georgia. If you want to see his, his, his film, go to it on huddle.com for Kojo and Twee. Uh, there's a play where he is basically falling down to catch a ball. He falls down. He hops up. He catches a ball across his body, um, gets by the defender, uh, weaves through a bunch of traffic, and houses a 71-yard uh, reception. It is an amazing play, a play that I think only maybe 10 or 15 players every year can make. I think he's rated as a top 20-ish wide receiver. I think he's one of the top 10, top 12 receivers in the country. Uh, that is Kojo Antwi out of Lambert High School. He actually, uh, when the quarterback threw the pass, he had lost his balance and he was on all fours when the, quarter, when the quarterback threw his, fat, threw his pass. Kojo righted himself, caught the ball across his body, picked it up, and then went 71 yards for a touchdown. Very special player, very, making a very special play there. Um, one thing that I wanted to do today in our show, since this is the uh, post-National Signing Day edition, of course, everybody's in a little sour mood tonight because Georgia did not pick up Terry on Arnold in the uh, 2021 recruiting class. Uh, but let's go through. Uh, this is the last time you'll see these names on Before the Hedges. Georgia has 16 guys enrolled in campus right now. You're hearing very good things about Amarius Mims. Um, whispers of him joining the two deep. Uh, Brock Vandegrift, um, not going to need surgery on that torn PCL. He's going to repair it and get stronger by strengthening the muscles around it. I've been told he will be a go for spring practice. Uh, Xavier Sori Jr. also had a cleanup procedure in spring practice as well. Uh, Shmile Munden Jr. is coming over off a knee injury. Uh, as well, that cost him most of his senior season. He was supposed to be back pretty close to full speed by now. Micah Morris, Kirby Smart mentioned him in this press conference today. He has a labrum issue. He had a labrum surgery. Uh, Nylon Green, now that's the name with Terion Arnold to Alabama. Uh, Nylon Green is the guy that George is going to have to get some, you know, clear first shot at Young Buck, getting some, um, getting some running, getting some early reps at cornerback. Uh, David Daniel, that guy's a safety. He also early enrolled. Brock Bowers, a guy that you're hearing some very good chatter on him about how athletic he is and how he's looked so far uh, during the offseason workouts. Lavoisier Carroll, the speedster out of uh, um, IMG Academy. What about Georgia adding another talented three-star back to the class? We're going to talk uh, about a young man with an ATM full of highlights a little bit later. Jonathan Jefferson rated as a defensive end. He'll be a defensive tackle very quick. His head coach, Johnny White, told me that um, one of the – he said in a long and illustrious career, Coach White said that Jonathan Jefferson moves as well as any, as any size athlete he's ever seen. Speaking of moving well, that's Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, another an early enrollee. 
we were talking about that great early, this great class and the great work that Georgia did. That's the Mr. Football for the entire state of South Carolina there. Chas Chambliss is another guy impressing in all those physical workouts. He basically looks like a body double for Steve Rogers from the first Avenger and those Avengers movies really put together. Still have it. Uh, Marlon Dean, another uh, guy out of Baldwin High in Milledgeville, Georgia, can be a corner, can be a safety, can play all around. His role in this class becomes even more vital along with that of Kamari Lasseter now with Georgia only picking up uh, four defensive backs in this class. Uh, reminder, this was a class that also had Dejon Nugget Warren uh, wanting to join the defensive backs group. So that's why when you listen to these reports and these beat writers chat up Kirby Smart, this is why everybody brings up the defensive backs. It's not only the, the attrition, but Georgia really didn't get the premium um, quantity of quality defensive backs in this class as well. Uh, four names left to look at. These guys are signed. Jamon Dumas-Johnson, Kamari Lasseter just spoke about him. Uh, Jared Wilson. Boy, Curry Smart had some interesting things to say about Jared Wilson today as well. Kind of guy they've targeted it for a long time of being mean and nasty and physical. And uh, also Dylan Fairchild as well. If we're looking at this for the last time, Georgia has nine uh, guys on offense, uh, 11 guys on defense, 10 guys in state, 10 guys out of state, 18 in the SEC footprint, and two guys beyond the SEC footprint. That is your final 2021 recruiting breakdown. Uh, here on BeforeTheHedges.com, brought to you by Kroger. Uh, now's the, the time of our show. we got another back half of content to get to, some more things on the 2022 class. But before then, now it's time for us to take a quick break. And uh, Tipper Ballcats, and say thank you to Kroger. Check out this special message from Kroger here tonight on Before the Hedges. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, fresh for everyone. Speaking Fresh for everyone. Let's talk about that 2022 class. With the addition, I'm going to throw up my twos. I'm going to throw up deuces because with the addition of Barry Alexander and Gunnar Stockton this week, Georgia's 2022 class goes from number six in uh, total uh, tally of six commitments to eight commitments. Uh, all these rankings here, ratings here from the 24-7 sports composite. But Georgia rises to number two nationally with the 2022 signing class. Uh, only team that is above them is Ohio State, who is having a very strong year as well, as they always are prone to do early in Columbus. Uh, they already have 10 commitments, including three five-stars as well. Let's look at the Georgia commitment board right now for 2020. You've got Dayon Bowie, still the highest-rated guy. He had a great showing down in Florida um, for his Domo 7-on-17. Seven Coming off his knee injury that cost him his entire junior season, uh, he is the number uh, two athlete in the country. He's going to be a corner at Georgia, number 24 overall. Look at the next name. That's the new name. Six foot one and a very thick 220 pounds. Gunner Stockton carries it very well like a rolling tank. Um, he's out of Raven County in Tiger, Georgia. Nation's number one dual threat quarterback, number 27 overall recruit. Uh, it was certainly interesting listening to uh, Kojo and Twee talk about Gunner Stockton there um, in our previous uh in our previous conversation. Um, 
in our previous Dog Nation conversation. Four-star Tyree West is out of Tifton. He's the number 47 overall player in the country. You start putting that defensive line class together with Alexander Tyree West. That's looking pretty uh, salty there. Marquise Groves, Killebrew, one of the original commitments to the class out of Brookwood. Brookwood, uh, top 100 cornerback. He's still not back. He's another part of that hustle ink team. He's still not back from an elbow injury as well. Uh, he should be ready to go in about another month, he tells me, for the seven-on-seven seven season. The four-star inside linebacker out of Cedartown, C.J. Washington, 109 overall prospect. You see Big Bear Alexander. Now, Rivals has him as the number two defensive tackle in the country and number five overall, a clear five-star. Um, the difference of ratings there from the ESPN ratings and the 24-7 sports pure rating, uh, that has Bear Alexander as only the nation's number nine defensive tackle and number 140 overall. I think when all is said and done, Bear, Bear Alexander is going to be somewhere around the number 15 to number 45 player in the country. Big Bear Alexander, if you have not read his detailed story uh, on dognation.com, the one we put up on Monday night kind of previewing uh, his announcement, um, be sure to take a look at that because that was a chance for me to really tell you what Big Bear is all about, where that Big Bear name comes from. He was shaving when he was in the seventh grade. If anybody knows anybody that was shaving when they were in the seventh grade at 305 pounds, uh, please share that story uh, on the Dog Nation social channels feed right now on Facebook. Uh, I think you would want to find yourself a defensive tackle that was shaving in the seventh grade. I think that's one of those ideal profile characteristics for a future difference maker on your defensive line. Darius Smith out of Appling County and then Donovan Westmoreland, a guy we had on this very program last week out of Griffin, Georgia. He is also uh, the eighth member of the Georgia 2022 class. Let's look at the breakdown. We're going to be doing this a lot. Currently one guy on offense. That one guy is Gunnar Stockton, seven guys on defense. Seven guys in state, one guy's out of state, and they're all within the SEC footprint. Uh, now we've got version 2.1 because it is the second month, the first version of the month of February. These are your top targets for the class of 2022. Shamar Stewart's a five-star defensive end out of Opalaka, Florida. Uh, lots of schools are in on him. He's one of the top ten players in the country. Uh, it will be a very hard thing for Georgia to pull him away from the likes of Alabama, uh, LSU, uh, Ohio State, and others. Uh, number 12, this is a new name on the list. I've already seen his name come up a couple of times. There were some rumors this week that he was going to make a commitment and it was going to be to either Georgia or LSU. That's A.J. Johnson out of Isidore Newman in New Orleans, Louisiana. That is Arch Manning's number one wide receiver. He's another top, top 20 overall wide receiver. Very big, very physical. Uh, made a lot of highlights already for Newman. That's the same uh, high school where uh, both Eli and Peyton Manning also played. That's why Arch Manning is playing there as well. Uh, he was going to make his decision between Georgia and LSU. That's been postponed. Uh, A.J. Johnson uh, is actually a native out of Snellville. He's a Georgia native, has long fancied the red and black of the Georgia Bulldogs. Another name that goes up this week is Kojo Antwi out of Lambert in Swanee, Georgia. He moves up two spots. You saw him earlier in one of our Dog Nation conversations for the Before the Hedges program tonight. Moves up to another new name is the four-star tight end, Oscar Delp out of West Forsyth in Cumming, Georgia. Oscar's currently rated as the nation's number 10 tight end. I'm going to expect him to move quite up considerably. I think Oscar Delp's going to be a top 50 overall prospect when all things are said and done. He's going to be a very highly rated tight end. 
Number nine is the defensive tackle out of Trav out of Grimsley in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. That is Travis Shaw. A lot of names going around now with the defensive tackle. When you've got Big Bear Alexander in the fold, uh, you've got Kristen Miller, who's now making his decision um, on Easter Sunday. He's going to make that decision on Easter Sunday. Georgia is in his top four with uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, and Indiana. Um, but uh, Travis Shaw is a five-star defensive tackle. Georgia's going to have a lot of options across its defensive front for the 2022 class. Another name that moves up is Jeremiah Alexander, folks. Jeremiah Alexander is really close to Marquise Groves Killebrew. Let me just say that. He also knows Big Bear Alexander fairly, fairly well as well. Those are the two commitments on George's class that he is most comfortable with. Certainly, Jeremiah uh, sees a name like Big Bear Alexander join the Georgia defensive future front seven, and he certainly thinks that he could make a difference in that same front. I would say Georgia – uh, increased his chances to this week of landing Jeremiah Alexander with an eyebrow-raising uh, edition of Big Bear Alexander. Number seven, that's Brendan Thompson out of Spearman, Texas. He can run a 10.18, folks. Um, we're going to have some coverage on him up shortly. Number six is Daniel Martin. Number five, a three-star, Branson Robinson out of Germantown, Madison, Mississippi, a very special running back out of Madison, Mississippi. We have had our eye on him for several months. Um, number four is Jalen Walker. Uh, Jalen Walker is out of Salisbury, North Carolina. He was very intrigued by Georgia getting a big win and getting Gunnar Stockton this week. We had his comments up on dognation.com as well. Emmanuel Henderson knows Gunnar Stockton as well. He shared his take on what that uh, addition of Gunnar Stockton meant to uh, Georgia and what it did for Georgia's chances of landing him. Mikel Williams out of Hardaway, Columbus, Georgia. He's the number two guy on the list. Uh, Mikel Williams tweeted out something very interesting recently about how he thought the best recruiters in the country were a pair of representatives of the USC Trojans. Uh, Mikel Williams uh, definitely uh, is going to make his decision uh, to honor his father uh, very soon, very shortly. Uh, that will be coming in March as well. Mikel and his family, uh, one of the things that they've told me that they prioritize is uh, staying somewhat close to home relationships matter and Georgia has definitely done a great job recruiting Mikel Williams so far. Number one name on the list is Malachi Starks. Malachi Starks. Uh, you're going to see some, uh, I'm going to make sure I write up uh, some, some pretty good information. I think you guys need to know about Malachi Starks and why he's number one on this list. Why I've got him number one on the top targets list. Um, even despite, uh, you know, even despite maybe him not being the most highly rated or him playing a safety position or an athlete position, uh, Malachi Starks is a very special young man, and he is a very special football player beyond that. We've got some 16 other big names to know. Let me start you off with a, a couple. Uh, you know, Marcus Allen, that's the cornerback out of Walton, younger brother out of um, – younger brother of Derek Allen, who initially went to Michigan and now is at Georgia Tech. Let me go to this first name, Jordan Lockdown Allen. Uh, he just picked up an offer from Georgia. He's been clocking some four or five laser times in camps already. They're already having showcases in camps out there in Louisiana. But uh, Lockdown Allen, great name for a cornerback. Uh, he really impresses. Uh, you saw I, I was speaking to Jordan Lockdown Allen recently for a future Dog Nation story. Jo Jordan told me that one of the one of the ways that he really caught the attention of the Georgia coaching staff is how he held. Um, he held uh, A.J. Johnson, the guy that's already in the top targets list, in check. Uh, Catron Fatman Allen's at IMG Academy, former teammate of uh, 
He's a running back out of IMG, former teammate of Lavoisier Carroll. There's another running back, Javante Barnes, to pay attention to. He's a former teammate of Darnell Washington. Tyler Booker, uh, we had his comments on dognation.com this weekend as well. Tyler Booker said he played with uh, Gunnar Stockton in the uh, ninth grade uh, Army All-American game. Very impressed with Gunnar Stockton and really was very impressive. He says Georgia's formula for when they want to win big is to have an elite top-tier quarterback, and he was very impressed to see Georgia add uh, Gunnar Stockton to the list. New name this week is Traquan Figgins out of Oxford, Oxford, Alabama. About six foot two and some change. He really fancies the Georgia Bulldogs right now. Emory Floyd, the safety out of Hillgrove, another local uh, product, another in-state homegrown Georgia target. Emory Floyd is one of the fastest football players in the country. He went. He ran a twenty-one point one eight in the two hundred meters. Some more names to get through. You see a couple other running backs there. Addison Nichols out of Greater Atlanta Christian is a true verified Eagle Scout. Um, You've got Sam Mbake and Denylon Morissette. Both of those guys are at Brookwood. Denylon Morissette has been playing with Gunnar Stockton. We wrote about him on Dog Nation this weekend as well. He's been playing with uh, Gunnar Stockton in seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade youth teams. Very comfortable with Gunnar. And he told me that Gunnar Stockton uh, choosing Georgia definitely moved the dial for him and increased Georgia's chances for him considerably. He'd been listening to Gunnar tell him in the weeks leading up to that decision that he was probably going to choose Georgia, and uh, that's why he knew to keep Georgia in his top seven. Denial and Morissette recently established his top seven. Georgia was in there. Alabama's going to be very, very, very hard to beat there. You've got Kristen Miller. We mentioned him earlier. That's a top 200 uh, defensive tackle. Really love that young man. He's got a great joy and spirit about him out of Cedar Grove. Uh, Kamari Rogers is a former LSU decommitment at cornerback out of Mississippi. Uh, Keon Sab is the number one uh, number one safety in the country. He has Georgia in his top 15. Quayshawn Sapp out of Lee County, that's another guy that's being recruited heavily by Georgia. Um, he was going to make his top four, but then he backed up, uh, backed up off of it. Folks, those are your other names to know right now in the uh, 2022 class. Those are the names you need to uh, keep your head on a swivel about as guys uh, outside the top targets. That I could see, uh, you know, I could see Georgia really um, getting into every, getting into a uh, strong recruiting relationship with a lot of those guys. Um, hmm. Got a couple of things uh, to uh, finish up the show with tonight. Uh, first of all, we've got a couple of tweets I want to show you. Let's take a look at that tweet from Big Bear Alexander. You see his uh, logo right there. Um, his tweet where he, uh, he has, he, man, he was having fun today. He was, he was a guy I was hoping to have on the show today. He said he could make it. And uh, he had, he had, he had, he had really wanted to make it, but I don't know. Uh, something must've came up with big bear and we'll try to get him on uh, next week. And I'm sure that will be a very wonderful conversation and a fun time will be had by all. When we get big bear on there, I can't wait to see you guys, let you guys talk to him and see what he's all about. Very uh, soulful dude. Very, oh, very, um, old soul, very wise personality. Um, lots of stories to tell, especially the stories of, of, you know, how he came to choose Georgia so rapidly and moved up his timetable. A couple things I want to show you. Um, let's take a look. Not only do you have the Bear Alexander tweet, but let's look at the Logan Johnson tweet. Logan Johnson was a preferred walk-on. That's the former number one target of Brock Vandegrift at Prince Avenue Christian. Logan Johnson's going to be a punt returner at the University of Georgia, first and foremost. He's going to try and do all he can to work himself onto the scout teams and then try to earn some playing time. 
Uh, Logan Johnson uh, committed to Georgia. He has only as a preferred walk on. You don't really sign anything today, even though he had a ceremony today. But um, he has 40 touchdowns in his past two seasons uh, for Prince Avenue Christian playing with Brock Vandegrift. His commitment video was a part of this tweet. Let's listen to the last um, 10 or 15 seconds of it right now. I thank God for leading me in this decision and my friends and family for supporting me through it all. With that being said, I'm excited to announce that I'll be staying home and committing to the G. Go dogs! There you go. Logan Johnson com- commits to the G. Uh, second tweet I want to put you to is something that confused a lot of people because everybody was asking on the Dog Nation forum, forum.dognation.com, uh, about what was up with uh, Cash Jones. Did he have an offer? Did he not? He had an offer to be a preferred walk-on. Cash Jones committed to Georgia this week. 79 career touchdowns. I think he was a three-star. He had offers from Florida Atlantic. He had offers from Florida International, Army, New Mexico State. Uh, small school football in Texas is 3A. Uh, he had over 2,300 rushing yards this year. He was a uh, semifinalist for the Texas Mr. Football Award. He made he, he named he was named to the Texas um, Whataburger, which is a big deal. Anybody had Whataburger? There's a there's a, another whole show about Whataburger versus In and Out in terms of favorite uh, burger spots uh, west of the Mississippi River. Um, but Whataburger named him to his their Super Texas football team. Tom Lemming looked at him and thought he was almost a five-star prospect. Uh, uh, this is a guy, just wait, guys. I think it won't be long before he gets on scholarship. He can do a lot of things. He can play slot receiver. He's an incredible athlete. Uh, if you saw, there's a, something I put on the message board, the Dog Nation message board, forum.dognation.com. There's Cash Jones. There's video. Cash Jones is in some slides. He's up next to his, his trailer on his boat hitch. And he takes, he takes a quick stretch, takes about two steps, and basically bunny hops about five feet in a pair of slides, kind of nimbly, kind of ninja-like, uh, onto the top of uh, the truck bed. And uh, looked quite athletic doing. He's also a, a prize, uh, you know, kind of award-winning uh, competition surfer. Uh, just a dude, man. A guy that looks like he can do just about anything on the football field. Um had a great senior season, was named the Offensive Player of the Year for his county area uh, in uh, a three-star for his county area in Texas. And he's coming to Georgia as a preferred walk-on. Watch uh, that young man turn some heads uh, during his Georgia career as well. Those are the two tweets I wanted to – didn't want to go too hard today, but those are the two tweets I wanted to show you. Uh, You guys have any other questions, I'm going to take a quick lap around Facebook. I'm going to take a quick lap. Uh, around uh, YouTube as well uh, on another edition of Before the Hedges uh, here on Dog Nation brought to you by Kroger. Um, Crow King 123 has a, has a thought about Whataburger. Um, Crow King, you're, that's two very interesting walk-ons. I agree with you there. Um, Noah Sheldon, you're right about uh, Logan Johnson. I don't think I've ever seen anybody guard him, though. He has... He's quicker than guys like uh, even guys like uh, Dominic Blaylock. Of course, he's five foot six and about 155 pounds, but uh, he is a very, uh, very intriguing guy, especially at punt returner. Um, yeah, Dante Green, you know, it, it's one of those things where we thought maybe things might be different about all these recruits saying that they're package deals. Um, our 
the, the test of time says that uh, that doesn't happen. They, everybody chooses their own thing. That's like, yeah, I'm going to go out with uh, her best friend uh, because my best friend needs to go out with her. You know, and it's like one of those things where, you know, no, you just pick the, your, your own, your own best fit there. And that was one of those things where we thought maybe the COVID uh, situation was, um, was going to be different because people would want familiarity. Um, but familiarity did not win out because kind of some of the, some of the same old, same old stuff did Michael Porter, Mikhail Williams is where you're from. Correct. He is, um, Crow Kings putting in his thoughts for Kojo Antwi and AJ Johnson. Uh, we got some roll titers, uh, coming in to, uh, P rich. I totally agree with your take about the, the underrated, uh, the underrated running back out of, uh, Mississippi. Um, let me see what Facebook has to offer today. Um, so let's, let's do some recap. Everybody, this is the type of show where I've held off as long as I can. We got to talk for like two minutes about the reinstatement of NCAA football. I know it's going to probably take a, another year where it won't come out until July of 2022. I, for myself, am going to buy a next generation console just for that game. Uh, so I can play with my, play it with my son. Uh, but that will be very interesting. Can you imagine if they get the, the red light show right for Georgia during the, between the third and fourth quarter? Um, will be very interesting to see. You got some people. I see Matt Talley's talking about Dynasty, uh, the NCAA football coming back. Um, yeah, it'd be very interesting. Like there was a – who was it? Peter Burns had to think about what should be incorporated into the new uh, NCAA football. Can you imagine social media interactions or lights – where uh, coaches like an edit or the players like an edit that's put out, uh, hat ceremonies and things like that. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, let me see. Let me take uh, – Drew Roman is ready for Nick Saban to retire. Uh, Robert Reynolds, you did not miss Bear. We're going to reschedule uh, Bear for a, uh, for a future show. Um Johnny Webster's got a question for me. I hope I've been able to play all of golf lately. Well, nope, not been able to play a lot of golf because it's stinking like it, it's 27 degrees, 33 degrees here all the time lately here in Woodstock, Georgia. Um, I do have a resolution that I'm going to try and hit golf balls twice a week uh, so far in 2021, and I'm failing miserably at doing that. Um, Matt Talley has a point. National signing day isn't near as fun as it used to be. We had 90% of the guys we wanted locked up early. Uh, boring signing days like this mean we already did our job. Um, guys, it's been another Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, you guys had a favorite part of the show today. Let me know on the comment section so I can try to bring you guys more of it. Did you guys like more of the video? Did you guys like more of the question and answers in the front? Did you like, do you think we need to spend more time talking about uh, preferred walk-ons? Did we need to spend more time talking about Top targets going through uh, the 2022 guys and the guys that I'm trying to bird dog for you guys to be able to keep a watch for and what they could mean to the Georgia football program. Uh, let me know, because like I said, this is your show is just as much as it is ours. Before the Hedge is brought to you by Kroger. It's now in its fifth year. I want to thank everybody for joining us. You guys have yourself a very, very good rest of the week. We're going to have cover for tomorrow uh, on uh on the dognation.com platforms as well. Interesting what Kirby Smart had to say on a lot of elements. 
one last thing I want to leave you with um, is there's a lot of talk right now about what's going to happen going forward. I think it's fascinating because uh, you consider what's happened now is a COVID superclass. And what I mean by that is everybody that was a redshirt freshman or everybody that was a freshman this year and everybody that's coming in as a freshman, you're going to have a minimum, a minimum guys of about 50 guys of every, 50 scholarships on everybody's roster that, that are going to guys be, be players that can have up to four more years of, of college eligibility. That leaves 50 young kids um, there in either the, what should be the true freshmen and the true sophomores are now all redshirt freshmen or freshmen or true freshmen. But then that room only leaves 35 members of your roster for um, the rest of your team. That's a lot of imbalance there between young guys and veterans. Uh, some of the things that are being bantered about right now by conference commissioners are when you lose a guy from the transfer portal or you lose a guy to the NFL, you get that scholarship back. Um, you know, do you count the guys that return for their senior year? Do you, do you, you count the plus one seniors at all with your scholarship numbers? It's really wreaking havoc on the lower levels of college football, the guys that um, normally would sign 20, 20, 25 prospects as well. But some of those FCS schools that just don't have the room because they still need to have their guys play their seasons in the spring. And they don't know what to do with bringing in uh, portal guys versus guys that they want to come in straight out, out of high school because a lot of colleges are looking at it and saying, do I want that straight out of high school football player or do I want that 19-year-old, 20-year-old football player in the portal or a guy that's transferring out from another area? Or do they want to keep one of their guys that's already in the program as well? Lots of tough choices. I think this 2021 class has been deeply affected. Uh, you have a lot of guys that were probably good enough to play higher levels that had to settle for lower levels and a lot of guys that probably would have found some money and some significant scholarships to play college football at some level um, didn't get those opportunities at all because the, there's not any sort of um, – the cycle is not moving forward. Guys are not expiring their eligibility. They're not exhausting their eligibility to make way for the kind of the circle of how scholarships are available to a lot of schools. Be very interesting to see how all that stuff goes, go, goes going forward. Of course, that is a topic for another day. Don't get me started on all that. Guys. Thank you for joining us on Before the Hedges. We thought we were going to get Barry Alexander, Big Bear Alexander tonight. We'll make it up to you in a future Before the Hedges show. I hope you guys enjoyed the program today. Thanks for joining us. Remember, catch this on Spotify, SoundCloud, or the Apple podcast platform. Uh, BeforeTheHedges.com. Excuse me, Before the Hedges from Dog Nation. We're here every Wednesday night. I want to thank everybody for stopping by. I'm Jeff Sintel. We'll see everybody later on the pages of Dog Nation. So George, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.